so we're going to take it a bit old school this week. So Keith is asleep in the next room. So he's not here this week. So we've got to be real quiet. We don't have to be quiet. Uh, we can speak however we like. Um, Danny, is this episode 16 or is this episode 51 of the random podcast, the random show podcast? Because we're back. We're back. Just Danny and I this week. We're just back to our old tricks where we just would talk about food and review wrestling, which, God, I don't want to do anymore. Um, I, I do want to bring up something very quickly off the bat. It's not really who cares. There's no time limit on any of this shit. So this weekend, I had a very nice and lovely time with a couple of friends of mine uh, who I haven't... I, I see one of them a lot. But Brad, one of our listeners, who I haven't seen in over a year, mm. probably since... I actually know exactly when it was because it was the night that John Moxley beat Jericho for the, uh, uh, what the hell is the name of the company? AEW. AEW title. I don't know why I forgot it, but I remember watching the pay-per-view on my phone as it was ending, as I was going into having dinner with, uh, Brad and another friend of mine, Keith's brother, Justin, who has since moved up to Seattle. So long story short, uh, Brad has also been vaccinated and whatnot, and so is Sonny. So everybody that was at, at attendance at this event is uh, was was fine. Um, Brad did note that we do talk about wrestling a lot. He wasn't saying it in a negative light, but uh, I responded that yeah, I don't know why because I hate wrestling yes. so much. Yeah, I hate it so much. And he just laughed. I was also pretty drunk at this point. But, you know, sometimes the drunken things you say are the most truthful things you say. And Danny would definitely know because Danny's been drunk so many times. At least. Could you count on one hand? No. No? No. Maybe. I could. I remember there was one random New Year's where you looked at me and you were like, "You got can I have a beer? And I, I looked at you and I was like, who are you? Were you over- asking permission? Were you, asked, were you overtaken by an alien of some sort? Because it is it is a strange thing. No, I I really honestly wouldn't say I've even been drunk one time. Like I, I can't even. So you don't even really know what the feeling of being drunk is. No, you've heard it. Oh yeah, but you I, don't know it specifically. Yeah, I've heard it explained, and you know, I think I would be horrified people. at you being drunk. Yeah, I've heard that quite a few times as well. Yeah, just your hyperness. Yes, I think you would. Yes. Uh, Turned into a super hyper guy. Yeah. But anyway, so that was a fun time with Brad this weekend. I, I saw him. I haven't seen him in a while. Brad had a bit of a rough night with the alcohol and the other things that we partook in. Of course. Um, of course. Won't go into great detail because he's the only one that listens and I'd rather not lose the listen. Of course. Because we only have so many listeners at this point and you don't want to alienate your fan no. base. Fan. Fan. Literal, fan. literal one fan. And if I don't know, maybe Sarah still listens. I she does, she's not really on any social media anymore. So how would I know? It's probably smart, it's a smart play. I guess it's smart. Um, Depends I, on your outlook, right? I, I mean, yeah, I, I try very hard to ignore most negative things on Facebook. Like if I see a person post something on Facebook, I'm like, okay, I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have that one. Like you just you post your crazy people are dead rumored gossip stuff and I don't really care and you know what I didn't care for the last four years when you're when the other side was posting their 
crazy or yep. not crazy shit. Um, I don't know how I got on that tangent, but uh, it's non wrestling, so it's good. It's non wrestling, yeah. So you know, social media. I I I have said this before. I like it because I'm a sports guy, obviously yeah. sports. So I like to get my news pretty quickly, and and for stuff like that, and for inst- you get instant feedback to yes. stuff, whereas like. Stuff would happen in the past, and you'd be like, "Well, I like this," and then you'd go on. But now you go online, and you're like, "Oh, maybe I don't like this because of these specific reasons." Uh, like with the NFL draft last week, which you yes. were you were heavily involved I on was. Twitter with the I NFL was. draft. You were very interested in Trey Lance's landing spot of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, prior to seeing your tweet about it and then tweeting, I thought about just tweeting out like, "Oh my God!" like random shit. And like matching it, so each draft it was like hitting, and to see if you would catch on. No one else gives a shit. Social media, no one else. Would you? Would you like specifically say names of Uh, people you saw? I probably would. I don't know. I probably would have been like, "Oh God, I didn't see that one coming." And like, oh, when you yeah, but when you tweet stuff like that, I automatically think you're tweeting about the Padres. Yeah. So I would just be like, "Is there a pod?" I would be like, "Oh, there's a Padre game one." Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, uh, the NFL draft was fun. That was, you know. It's it's nice to see some normalcy, yes, kind of yes. returning. Um, I kind of got like pumped for it because I was my coworker. Um, he's a NFL fan. I don't watch. It's been no secret, so I don't really know shit about it. I mean, I've heard yeah. of the NFL draft. I've just yeah. never seen it. And so all the people going, I was like, damn, that's kind of cool. Like they actually give a shit first of all, and so they're popping loud, brother. Wrestling terms, sorry. But it was actually nice to see a shit ton of people in a. Same, you know, uh, close proximity, I guess. Yeah. You would. And um, unfortunately, we're going to bring this back to wrestling a little bit. Of course, uh, do. Earlier today on uh, Busted Open Radio, uh, Tony Khan announced that they will be hosting a full capacity pay per view at the end of May. Ah. Full capacity crowd at the um, Daily's Place. Uh, they're no longer allowed to say. Masks are mandatory in Florida because there was a law passed that said businesses are not allowed to do that anymore. They have to be optional. Interesting. So, or maybe they just feel that that's okay there to do it. But anyway, that will be cool to see a full crowd of wrestling. I know people automatically went to the, oh my God, Florida, LOL, Raffle, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But as I've said multiple times, as someone who spent 10 days in Florida, it is literally the same as it is here yeah. in terms of everyday life. So, you know, I'm not going to go further than that, but it's, it's you know, Florida's not this cesspool that everyone claims it is. I'm sure there's parts of it that are bad, but sure, guess what? Yeah. There are parts of California that are really bad, oh, too. Yes. There are parts of California up north that have a certain feeling about a certain group of people that I don't particularly agree with. Agreed. But anyway, so the UFC, were they full capacity? They were full capacity. So they were the first. Ago? Yeah, it was a couple. I think it was by two weeks ago. Yeah. That was the night that Weidman had that yeah. nasty injury. Which Did we talk about that? Uh, after the podcast, we did. We didn't talk about it on the podcast? I don't believe we did. Because I think Keith was like, oh, I was ready to talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I think I talked about it with Mike uh, on the Hogsman pod. So it was one of those things like... Uh, Blends together. It blends together, and and Mike actually kind of does some of that yeah. stuff. So he like has because I, I I asked Mike and he talked to one of his Muay Thai teachers and they explained it to him like, what is it about 
that one kick that's different from the hundreds of other kicks he does and it's just like a, a muscle memory thing like we're just there's those kicks are really hard if you yep. put them into terms of like force and whatnot like they're they're much harder than what you think they are and just sometimes people's bodies that there's that one that just you know there's all those times you watch those basketball players jump and get yes. the rebound and yep. then there's that one out of 30 chance they land and they tear their acl yep it just you know the stuff happens and it's always the freak shit it's always like the freak accident type oh yeah it's never like the uh um did you see the uh injury with uh runet odor and martin maldonado last night mm-hmm. with the astros and the yankees mm-hmm. just a regular play where he's running a home plate maldonado catches the ball goes to tag him uh he's allowed to block the plate so odor tries to get around him and jump over him and he literally ends up kneeing him in the side of the head and odor like twisted his knee or had like a knee injury where they had him he had to go on the il looked really really bad last night um but yeah it's, yeah, it's just so weird I swear that we didn't talk about it because Keith Keith is like Mr. UFC. Yeah, I don't think he even remembered it until. Well, there's I, don't, a, I don't remember how it came up, but it came up and we said, oh, well, I'm surprised we didn't talk about that on the podcast. Well, there's a reason that Keith held a segment for the beginning of this show that was his drug fact of the week. I didn't want to say it. He, uh, you know, he kind of has a memory loss issue, which is due to his uh, his use of the marijuana, well, which is legal in California. for it. I'm just stupid. No, you're not stupid. You're stupid. You're, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. I do like bringing it back to wrestling yet again, Brad. Okay. Um, all the people that after that kick, they're like, and all the people that talk shit about kick pads. Oh, yeah. Well, a kind of another thing. So we're going back to the the cesspool of the social media. Yes. So I don't know if you, you saw the thing from AEW tonight where uh, Jericho took the big bump off the cage. I saw pictures. I saw the setup. But so, I didn't so see basically, what happened was they had their blood and guts yeah. match, which is basically war games. It, it's more yeah. war games than what WWE does. WWE doesn't have the top of the cage, yeah. which is what war games was. So, at the end of this match, MJF and Jericho are on the top, and they have their their two rampways, and they have like a middle section, and uh, MJF pushes Jericho off, and he falls. Yeah, but when he lands. You clearly see he's falling on cardboard and like an air mattress setup type deal. Like they shot it very poorly. Like I wasn't expecting Jericho to actually fall, but like they painted this cardboard to look like metal. So when he falls, it breaks, but you see that it's cardboard and you see that there's mats. There's a, there's a way that you can film these things and you know, give WWE shit, but they're usually really good about filming it. So you don't see it. So I thought it was really funny how, the people on Twitter were complaining about that. And yet a couple of months ago when Matt Hardy fell off the ladder yes. and got the really nasty concussion and kept wrestling, the AEW fans were like, that was really irresponsible of AEW to do. So you can't have it both ways. It's what it's, but that's, but that's the thing with social media oh, yeah. and there's no scoreboard of no. right and wrong. You can just do and say whatever you want and you could just backtrack. Which is why I am. I usually try my best to admit when I'm wrong about shit. Yes, yes. Like, I will readily admit that a few weeks ago, I hated the Yankees, and I could not stand watching them anymore. But the last week and a half, they've been a just delight to watch, especially the last two nights where they beat the fuck out of those piss-poor Astro fucks. 
and it changes a lot of shit. But I did that with uh, uh, the most recent examples, Will Myers. I talk so much shit about Will Myers. Please say his name in the correct way. Will. Thank you. And Fam this year, Fam has played like dog shit the first couple weeks. Yeah, like, even bad. He's starting to come around, and I'm like, yeah. okay, good. Uh, like, and that's the thing too about like the live tweeting that I try to do. It's like, like, I try to be positive, but you see shit that's not positive, you're gonna tweet about it, right? Like, it, I'm it, supposed to be positive when I'm not seeing shit positive. There you go. There you go. So I'm like, well, if you play like shit, I'm going to call it out, you know, and I'm not the only person. It's just how life is. But no, there's a lot of people on Padres, attack, Padres you know? Twitter that are really insufferable. Is oh, that a, I, is, that, is that a thing? 100%. 100%. Man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, I don't know what some of those. I mean, obviously, Yankees Twitter is very similar, but there's just some Padre fans that I'm just like, well, what? like it, it's a whole bit like I told you before, like one of the things of like, so if the Padres win the series from Pittsburgh, which they should any fucking time, right? That's just a They're given. pretty bad. It should. But if they win, like, they'll go on and just post to, like, the Pirates Twitter. Like, oh, you guys fucking suck. And that's fine. That's all fun and well. But then if the Pirates turn around and beat you, what did you fucking accomplish, right? Yeah. And it's just one of those things that's like the the – I didn't see this personally, but the people, like, bitching about uh, May – or not bitching about it, but saying, like, oh, he's hurt, good – I'm like I hate that. Like I can't fucking stand. That's like, people disgusting. People did that with like Cena, like back in the day. Like oh, like why can't Cena just be fucking hurt? I'm like that shit is so fucking low. If you hate it that much, then fucking turn it off. First of all, yeah. Like, but for baseball, it's like I get it's another team, but it like that shit doesn't register. Like I'm like first foremost, it's that sucks for the player because yeah. you know what's involved going forward yes it makes your chances of winning better and there's nothing against wrong with saying that i don't think dustin may getting injured is going to help the padres chances of winning because they're just going to bring up tony gonsolin and he's going to just be just as good as dustin may exactly yeah the dodgers have a just a rotating stupid thing like like how would padre fans feel if someone was tweeting about uh exactly like it's like or tatis when he went down you're like like, oh you're so you're rooting for these guys to I, I can never get behind that. Like, no. I, I hate the Astros, and I wish failure upon all of them, but I don't wish injury on any of them. No. Now, you know, did I think that they deserved to get thrown at a little bit last year? Absolutely. Yeah. Cheaters and, deserved to some sort of comeuppance because they didn't get the comeuppance from the commissioner. No, they didn't get any. Uh, no. No. They're, they're, so, so so let's go over the punishments real quick of what happened to the Houston Astros. So their manager was fired. He's now the manager of the Tigers. Yes, that is a that is a punishment in its own right. But you know, uh, their GM was apparently a giant douchebag, so he got fired, and he's probably not going to get another job again. Alex Cora got fired by the Red Sox, and I say that with quotations because guess who the manager of the Red Sox is in 2021? It's Alex Cora, and the players got. Oh, that's right. None of the players got any punishment at all. So, man. So, Yankee Stadium has not been at full capacity, but you would not know no. the last couple of nights because that, and like, it's to the point that I think it helped. Like, you know, when that crowd is so rowdy and just so, yep. like, I think it affected them. Oh, yeah. like, I watched an Altuve at bat tonight where he took this just vicious swing and I'm like he's trying to shut them up but it's actually hurting him now because he's trying too hard and that's the thing like you can't play pissed off 
Like you have to be relaxed. Like yeah. last year, you look at Altuve, he was fucked up. He sucked and, all and, year and, with and, no crowd. There yeah. were no crowds. And I'm like, and it, that's the mental. Like I, I'm, I'm of the belief that Altuve is a great hitter, first and foremost. What he did that season or the season before, that's that is what it is. But he's still a great hitter. I All mean, that shit that's happening yeah. now is mental. Statistic, yeah. Statistically, you can look at it, and but ever since they've been checking them more, yeah. he has not been hitting well. That could be a mental thing. Yeah. Um, but it's also like you know their man, the Dusty Baker, who I like. He's, yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. I don't know why we're still talking about this. Well, because last year no one really got to do anything about it exactly. because it was a sixty-game season where the Astros only had really had to play certain teams in like their division and what and the fans on the other teams missed out on that opportunity yeah. to boo the shit yeah. which they should have and guess what this is going to be the rest of their career oh, that's it yeah jose altuve carlos correa alex bregman they all acted like giant douches after all this and tried to make it seem like it wasn't a big deal that you cheated to win a world series and probably cheated to win to get to another world series in 2019 the buzzer there was a buzzer on Jose Altuve in 2019. Yeah. They just never got caught. Um, yeah, I, just, I, 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 I was so amped for... I didn't get to watch the game last night. Yeah. But I got to watch the game tonight. And, whew, man, I, I, I love Stanton when he gets in this groove. Oh, yeah. Yep. He does not get in this groove often. <laughs> like, he gets in it often, but yeah. he goes on those... Hitters like that live. go on these streaks of hotness, and then they go on these really long streaks where they strike out way too much and end up costing the team games. And maybe he won't do that this year. Maybe him being at the DH spot, he won't worry as much about the outfield. And uh, uh, something's wrong with Aaron Judge, though. Yeah, he yeah. struck out five times tonight. Five times. Looks completely lost at the plate. He's he is admittedly not going to dive for balls or run into walls at this point in the season because yeah. of the injuries that he suffered due to it. So I'm sure he'll get out of it too, because that's how that thing works. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's just, when you watch a game like that, it's just like, I have no faith in you. And like, again, that's, that's all mental. Like these guys know how to fucking hit. Yeah. Like, they know how to fucking hit. Like, to strike out five times in a game. Like, that's terrible. At that, like, even if you're up at like, Say two strikeouts a game, which that's a bad game. That's yeah. that's a bad fucking night at the office. If you strike out three times a game, you're you're in a fucked up place. Yeah, like, and then you strike out four the golden sombrero. No bueno. <laughs> like that's the type of shit you do in a video game because yeah. you're just like yeah. you're just button mashing when you yes. hit. But yeah, man, that's that's awful. I I always hate like they did that Tony Gwynn stat like oh well Tony Gwynn struck out three times in his career one time and Aaron judge struck out three times, like fucking 60 times, some shit. Like I'm like, okay, it's a different game. Like it's yeah, it's such a different like shit. It's like, such a, it's such a different game now. And like, you know, I think like all the best players strike out a lot. Yeah. Mike Trout strikes yeah. out a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like he's not the perfect player. No. Um, but like, you know, the, the, the Yankees have at least shown this year, they're willing to accommodate some change because, Gary Sanchez has been just awful, awful, just awful for two years now. Like just all he does is he goes on these strings where he hits like 10 home runs in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> but he hits 185. Yeah. So smartly, they've started using Kyle Higashioka more, who is Garrett Cole's catcher anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. 
the pitching's been better. Apparently, the Padres and the Yankees are the two top pitching staffs right now, which is surprising because you know how I feel about Larry Rothschild. Sure. But maybe maybe the, the pitchers Larry Rothschild had just weren't good. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's the, the sample size of, okay, well, the, the coach versus the player. Like, everyone bitches about managers and what yeah. they do. I'm like, okay, well, when the player's playing like shit, that's the player. Yeah. Now, when the coach, when the manager makes a decision in the sixth inning that you don't agree with, again, that's the fan perspective. Yeah. Who knows why he made that? I'll, I know exactly you know. why he made the decision because there's a guy that's sitting in the tunnel on a computer telling him that he mm-hmm. should do that. Managers in baseball are like literally the most irrelevant position yeah. now. They get paid almost nothing. They're there to just literally listen to what the guys from Moneyball tell them what to do and then do the presser at the end of and the do game. the presser yeah. where they yeah they're there to keep the mora- keep the morale up yeah which is what Ting- which is why what tingler did last year yeah was just like dude that your one job is to defend your teammate yeah defend your team and you decided to do the opposite yeah and it didn't matter because tatis is tatis and yeah. who the potter is going to choose between a battle between Tatis yeah. and Tingler. But it, it turned out to be nothing because Tatis, uh, he didn't have a problem with it. No. And I'm like, okay, if the player doesn't have a problem with it, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like I, th- the team actually gels for once. Like, let's yeah. keep it. Like <laughs> I thought the thing that Trevor Bauer said a couple of weeks ago about, uh, how Tatis, who's okay yeah, with Tatis celebration. Yeah. celebration that's so refreshing, man, because oh. pitchers are such... They're so obnoxious about that shit. Like, Madison Bumgarner has yeah, so many right. incidences where he's yelling at guys to just run yep. the bases. In my opinion, like, it, it, you know, like, it's not easy to hit a baseball. No. It's not. So, if you're good at it and you hit a home run... Dude, if I hit one home run in the major leagues, I would be rounding the bases yep. for 45 minutes. I would be doing every celebration I could... Because it's just, it's such a, it's it's a really big accomplishment. And it's also a pretty big accomplishment to throw 100 miles per hour in, in Major League Baseball. The flip side, you strike someone out, you celebrate. Yeah. And That's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with having no. fun. Do it, because you're, you're literally playing a game. I, I've been on such a binge, like binge watching Trevor Bauer's uh, YouTube lately. Yeah. And like. That I think I tweeted one of them, and I think that was the interview that he gave, like the yeah. uh, celebration. And I'm like, again, Padres Twitter, I can't admit that I like the guy. And I'm like, but fuck it, I do. Like, yeah. I really wanted him on our team. We didn't get him, so I'm not going to be bitter and pissed off at him because, yeah. oh, like, because before the season, everyone was like, hey, Trevor, why don't you join the Padres? Now that he's not on there, like, yeah. oh, fuck this guy. I never let, no, fuck you. I think like, Trevor Bauer. Was just trolling all the teams. Yes, I think he's. Yes. I think he was only ever going to go to the Mets or the Dodgers. And that, that's fine. I, I have no. He's I from have, LA. Yeah, like that's have, where he wants to live. Like, yeah. and and really, at the end of the day, I did. I really expect him to come to San Diego. No, but I still like the guy. I enjoy watching him pitch, and I love his. I, I think he's good for baseball overall because baseball desperately needs fucking personality. Yeah, and people to think outside the box, and he does that in. Fucking spades, because like. it's so, it's so so bad for your sport when you have guys like Derek Jeter who there's a famous story out there where A Rod goes to Jeter's house when he was in Seattle and G- and asks Jeter like Hey man do you have the baseball package Yeah and Jeter just looks at him matter of factly and goes I don't fucking watch baseball I play it because it's not even fun to watch from the player's perspective no. sometimes because of you know 
There I, was I a remember guy we that met. Got, who, who, who got suspended a couple weeks ago? Nick 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 Castellanos got yeah, suspended a couple weeks yeah. ago for celebrating or something. Yeah, I, like, come on, this isn't 1945 anymore, guys. Let's just have some fucking fun, man. Babe Ruth was like smoking cigarettes yeah. in the dugout. Like, can we just get, can we go just, back to that? Just have some fucking fun, man. It's a game, like, dude, like. Baseball goes through these periods where it's just so like blah. So like, can you, if you can add some like fun to it, like, and it's funny because Bauer tweeted at Eric Hosmer and he responded to it. Yeah, like, and and it was all good natured. That's the thing too. Like again, if the players are not in this fucking blood feud, yes, they want to beat the team. That's, yeah, that that's a given, right? Yeah, but that's where it ends. Now there are players that fucking hate each other. I'm yeah. sure, but. Uh, like you have Tatis and uh, uh, Bellinger. Bellinger fucking robbed Tatis. Tatis and them were joking the next. Like that's yeah. what you do. He fucking got you on that night. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like people always complain that like the Yankees Red Sox rivalry is not what it was. Like they're not fighting each other and shit. I'm like, guys, like that's not the way the game is anymore. No. All a lot of these guys grew up together playing baseball. They grew up in these little leagues and they just they know each other. And you can't fight anymore now because you'll get suspended for fucking twenty games. Like yeah, that's that 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 is another and thing like as well. Twelve players, not just the two involved. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh well, let's get the fucking bench coach that didn't do shit. <laughs> I just yeah, I, it's I I enjoy it when guys get to have fun. Like yes. I, I enjoyed yeah. a lot of the Padres stuff last year where yeah. they were Slam Diego yep. and bat flips and all this other and shit. I'm, like, I'm for that on like when it's not my team, I am fucking pissed that they beat my team. But that's how it should be. But that's where it ends. Like, and I am, that's the biggest difference between Donna and I is Bellinger made that catch and robbed Tatis in the fucking playoffs last year. And I, I was fucking pissed, but I was like, God, it's a fucking great catch. Yeah. I'm like, he got me. And then like Donna's like, Oh, I can't even admit that. I'm like, come on. Like, yes, you can. Like, it was like the Mookie catch from a couple weeks ago. It, exactly. Like it's that like into the game. I was like, I can't even fucking be pissed at that. Like, cause it's like an unreal play that like yes. nine times out of 10, the guy is not making that play. Well, now they do the, the catch probability. Yeah, it was like a low catch probability. Yeah. I'm like, but I mean, that's what, that's, that's, like that's why you pursue those guys. That's why teams pursue those guys. Like and they are there for those type of plays, yeah. those game winning or game saving plays. What you know? Like, I, like I'm not a Dodger fan. I don't like that they you know just seemingly continue to just bring out prospect after prospect who's awesome. And I'm just like, cool man. Just like you know, and yeah, how maybe. like they spent all this money and now they're like talking about how Corey Seager's probably gonna be another team next year. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And the Yankees need some left-handed bats. Let's yep. bring them on because I'm sure I sure as fuck don't want Carlos Correa on my team. How do you feel about that? So if you have a, I don't know if you have a team that you hate. It's probably the Dodgers, but like I have teams like okay, probably so, the so I have teams like the Rays and I guess the Red Sox to an extent, not as much anymore, and the, the Astros. I don't want any player from that team now. I liked when Cole came because that was the beginning of pe- people sure. basically being like, fuck the Astros. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what Cole did. Like, they got eliminated from the playoffs, yeah. and Cole wasn't wearing a Houston Astros hat. He was wearing yeah. a Garrett Cole hat yep. after the game. So he was basically saying, I'm not coming back to this team. Yeah. And he wanted to pitch for the Yankees since he was like a little kid. So that was another yeah, thing with yeah, Garrett Cole. It's the whole like, oh my God, this is me if I played baseball. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. I remember I had a conversation a couple weeks ago. I think it was on another podcast, but they were like, 
I was like, I would be the worst athlete because I would literally like work super hard, get super good. And then I would just like tell my agent, get me whatever the Yankees are offering yep. me. I want to, I want to be on the Yankees. Well, the blue Jays are offering you $40 million. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I want to be on the Yankees. Like, cause athletes don't actually do that. Like, yeah, you, you, you think to yourself like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, no, I want to be on that fucking team. And like, I would be that way with literally any sport. I would be like, I just want to be on this. Yeah. I, I want to be on the Knicks. Like I want to be on the jets. These are the teams I want to be on. If they don't want me, I don't want to be on that. I don't want to be on any team. I retire. Like I, I would be the worst fucking athlete. And I told Donna that as well. For my end, I said I would be ejected from every fucking game. Oh because God. Bullshit yeah. Call. Oh my God. Like the fact that a lot of these players can keep their cool. Like that needs to be commended because the bullshit umpires they have that just the fucking god off Angel calls. Hernandez, yes, who has statistically been looked at as the worst umpire for years, but keeps getting assigned. Still has a job, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. I, I would be a jet. I would be the Bobby Cox of players. I would just be ejected fucking four times a week. It's crazy when I watch games and I just I hear all the chirping and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know how like they get away with it. But you know, there's like. I guess conversations they have where if the ball is low, they ask the umpire, like, is that how, is that how low yeah. you're going? And then they know for the rest of the game, right? That's yeah. the zone. And I think there's just a way to do it. It's the fine line type of shit, but it's like, you know, you'll see some players look like, you know, it, it it's, it's all in the fucking look now. Yeah. It's like, he gives them the look. You're like, all right, one more, yeah. you know, one more fucking bullshit call. Like, well, like, Judge doesn't react to it at all. Yeah. And Judge gets some awful calls because he's six he's seven. Fucking, yeah. So they're calling shit at his ankles, yep. but for Jose Altuve, that's his knees. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Yeah, that's a strike. And it's like, no, it's it's not a strike. My favorite is when the player talks shit and then like you see it on the actual replay and it's like a perfect fucking strike right yeah. down the middle. And it's like the player's gonna get it wrong too. Yeah, you know, I, and if it goes against what they think it yeah, you know, and it, the thing, the important thing is it's the heat of the fucking moment on both sides. It's a fucking human element. Someone's yeah. going to fuck up in that position. And that's right? why I'm, I'm so against robot umpires. I, I am too. And I, I complain about them. I, I really try not to publicly denounce the umpires. I mean, if, if it's a fucking god awful call that costs the game, I will say something. Yes. But you're going to have bad calls throughout the game. Yeah. Almost every game. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same in other sports. But oh, football, like there's, a, there's a holding on every play. Yeah. They just don't call it every play. Yeah. And then there's times they randomly call it in a big spot, and you're like, why did you choose then? Yeah. It's, it's just... It's, baseball is one of those... I, like, I wish I wasn't so attached to it because that's... What, like, with wrestling... Sorry, Brad. <clears throat> we always talk about... Well, we'll always watch fucking Monday Night Raw. Like, we'll always watch fucking... Smackdown and heat like now when you get older that's not the case for some people it is I would watch it if it was good yeah I mean I I was on Twitter Monday night and it was the first night in a while where they had no competition from like anything yeah and people were just shitting all over it it doesn't even look watchable anymore like the product just looks awful and they're like well they're gonna have fans back in August and September I'm like not if you keep doing that. I'm like, you're going to have fans, but they're not going to be interested in what you're selling. And like their big sell job is, look, we brought back Eva Marie. I'm like, cool. 
And that's then let the, go a shit ton of people prior to that. Like that's the th- that's the thing to do the week after you fire a bunch of people. Yeah. Bring back a person who no one liked. Like, uh, and, and it's like, oh, she'll get that natural heel reaction. I'm like, I don't think that's what you want anymore. Right. Like, the Baron Corbins of the world at least prove themselves. Like, they're like, yeah, Baron Corbin can go. Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. People hate him because they think he can't. But you know, it's it is what it is. He's a lot better than when he gets credit for. Yeah, but people say Randy can't work, and I'm like. <laughs> I can't listen to you when you say that. I'm just like, what are you watching? Uh, If if there's, if there's people, there are no wrestlers listening to this, but there's a wrestler out there that you, you can look me in the eye and I'm a fan. So that's, you know, that's what I am. I'm a fan, but I've, I, I, I know a little bit of what I'm talking about because I did train for a while. I've been in a ring. I used to be, I've probably been in the ring more than some of the people today have trained. We trained, Five days a, a week almost. A uh, so I had a lot of that muscle memory yep. and I, you know, I've been around a lot of locker rooms and the best, this is what I was telling Mike the other day. The best part about me being in a locker room is I usually don't have a role other than manager. Yeah. So I get to float around yeah. and I get to listen to people and I get to hear stuff Everything. and I learn yeah. stuff. Like when you're in a match, you're planning out your match and your brain is pretty much there yep. in that match. But I can look around and like I can go listen to them plan a match. I can go listen to them plan a match. I can have a conversation with this person, find out what they're doing, and whatnot. Anyway, so back to the Randy thing. If a wrestler looks at me and tells me that, that Randy Orton can't work, you don't know how to work then. No. You don't know what you're talking about. Because Randy Orton is... I know JBL says this as like a gimmick, but... The prototype. If you... <laughs> were to build a prototypical yep. pro wrestler, it would be Randy Orton yep. because he has the look. He now has the mic skills, which I always thought he had, but apparently people are more into his mic skills now, which I was like, okay, I always, I always thought he was good on the mic and you know, he's always had the, the good looking physique and he can go. If he, he, the only problem with him is sometimes he's not hundred percent motivated but that's with most people in any job. Yeah, like, and if you're you, that good at fucking, we'll say sixty percent, why put in a hundred? Yeah, ex- exactly. So yeah, that's that's one of those things that bothers me too about you know social media, and, and, and that's me who's one of the like oh full bore intense fucking you should be on at all times like like in baseball terms I don't want the guy to take a fucking day off like your day off is a scheduled team day off yeah like you need to fucking push yeah but like if you are like someone like TJ, for example, gets shit on by everybody for whatever reasons. It's, it has nothing to do yeah. with his wrestling anymore. But but people take that like, oh, he's not a good wrestler. First of all, fuck off. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But second, TJ could phone it in and be working at 20% and be better than 95, yeah. 98% of the people out there. Austin, and you would never know if you phoned it in or not. Austin Aries is one of the biggest douchebags in the world. But... In the ring, there's no Almost untouchable. There's no like, like there's no comparison. Now I could still watch him and be fine. I, I don't go out of my way to watch his matches because he doesn't wrestle anywhere anymore. But, because yeah, he's but like so many people over the last year have just really ruined their rep by just deciding for whatever fucking reason to go hardcore into their political beliefs. And yeah. I'm like, I, I don't have a problem with you having a political belief one way or the other. Yeah. But like once you start to bring that into your 
career and your life, like it's going to impact the way people feel about you one way or the other. And you're, you're going to alienate at least half of your fan base. Exactly. You would think. Exactly. I mean, in, in theory, it makes sense. Yeah. So like, it's weird because Kane is a, um, a mayor. Yeah. He's on a certain political leaning that people don't like, but yet he doesn't like show up on WWE television wearing a Trump shirt. Yeah. So it's, he's not like espousing his beliefs all over television. Yeah. You know, it's, he, he's going to do it in his everyday life. Cause that's what his job yeah, is. Yeah. That's what his job is now. But yeah, I just think that this last, I think the worst thing that happened with COVID is all these guys had more time to tweet more time to just spouse off their political beliefs. And they probably and, wanted to get their shit out there, even though they're not wrestling. Right. Yeah, they wanted to be, you know, Stay they, involved, they, yeah, they wanted you know. to be like in the, the the mainstream, like Teddy Hart did it in his own way, too, where yeah. he showed up at WrestleMania walking around in his purple jumpsuit. And that's the shit, too. It's like, you know, taking it back to like the Young Bucks back in the day, like being how they were on Twitter, like a lot of people that rubbed them the wrong way, even though that was their persona that they did. Yeah. But that's one of the things like people want to be entertained and people want to hate you until you say something just a step over. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what like I see for, for example, like when I came out, I used to do the fucking water bottle gimmick and spit on people. Dude, Would I do that now? You're not doing that shit anymore. No. Nope. No. Now back then I didn't really see an issue with it. I had countless people come up to me and say, you should not do that. You will get us fucking kicked out or banned. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like they'll get over it. Like that's being young and dumb and not like, I'm like, Oh, that's my heel heat. Right. Like looking back on it, that's stupid. And again, I would not do it in today's climate, but you fucking change and evolve with the times first of all, but you have to realize at what point you did wrong thing. I've, I've done the, a lot of wrong. The only shit. issue I have with that is that some people say that shit and they're wrong. Yeah. Like someone could say, don't do that. You're going to get kicked out and they could yeah. just be wrong. Oh yeah. So it's like, if you listen to everything everybody tells you, yeah. you're going to screw up too, but you also need to be smart. It's like a fine line to walk. It's like, all right, who, who do I trust? Like, that's, I think the main thing is like, who do I, who, who's saying it? And like, at what point are you like, all right, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, like the, man, the young bucks thing is so, is like one of my favorites of just people just not getting it. Yeah. Like, Oh one guy said this about them and yep. da, 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 and it turns out like the guy that said it about them was the actual dick. Like, yeah. And the thing they're the TJ, nicest they're, fucking guys yeah. in the world. Well, TJ is the that, nicest fucking guy in the TJ world. TJ where they, somebody claimed he, he had fucking sex or he, he fucking did something with a minor. And then the guy admitted I completely lied. Like I was, you never, hear, you never hear the retraction. Exactly. And I'm like, you fucked up TJ's yeah. shit. For that, and TJ, I remember TJ posted. He's like, "This guy went and apologized," and like, I thought it was cool of TJ to say, "Hey, I don't hold any ill will." He fucking said it. It was fucking stupid that he said it, but at least he retracted it. But all the fans now they hear that shit and they're like, "Oh, that you know." People don't realize how much that saying something can really impact somebody if the person is lying. Because you never hear the retraction part. No. You never hear the part where the guy admits that they were lying. You hear the part about, oh, the accusation, and then you move on to hating that guy forever. Yeah. And it's the old adage of like a five-minute speech or a five-minute talk could end a 50-year positive reputation type of shit. Yeah. Like, 
one like snippet from something you said could be taken especially nowadays absolutely shit that like we used to say on the podcast way back like i'm like thank god that's not on the airway (laughs) yeah they're yeah i mean i kind of had an i kind of had something this weekend with where brad where i said something that i immediately regretted and uh because i was a little i was a little drunk and i said and i said a word that i don't particularly use often but in it was the instance i used it and i don't know it's one of those things where it's like somebody says to you like where i don't want you to feel like you can't say that word in front of me yeah yeah, yeah. but my response is always well i know it's a word i shouldn't say in front of you it just slipped out yeah and i apologize for using that terminology in front of you because i feel bad about it and i feel bad about the thing that i said yeah in terms of the the moment and the situation, like I didn't mean it as a hurtful or hateful thing. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the kind of stuff. It's like I I don't think that's woke culture. I think that's like I I am aware yes. that I should I I should yeah. have never said that to begin with. Yeah. So when I say it now, I automatic if someone's around, I automatically go. I want you to know that that's not me. And and you catch yourself saying it or or. Just- like like for I do it all with jokes like jokes at work yeah I'll say shit and I'm like I don't know ninety percent of time ninety five percent of time people laugh and it fucking gets them going yeah. and I'm like but there's that that you know five percent that I'll say something and the second I say it I'm like fuck like and you catch it yeah but you're gonna miss sometimes you're not gonna make all this I mean, if you're if you're and, if you're a person who likes to talk yeah then you're gonna say things sometimes yep. that people aren't gonna like and it's whether it's offensive or yep. just an opinion they don't disagree with, like, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. But, like, I only genuinely care about that stuff when I'm around people that matter. Sure, yeah. Like, I don't care if a random stranger in Walmart hears me say a certain word. No. Like, I feel bad that I said it, but it bothers me more when I say it to a person who is a friend and someone I sure. actually care about. yeah. But that's enough of that. Let's move on to something else. Uh, I talked a lot about the Yankees. How, what's going on with the Padres? Be of interest to Brad. Apparently, Brad is back into sports. Good. He's a big Padre guy. Are you? Who's your favorite player right now, Brad? He's, he literally can't respond because he's not on the other end. But Well, I'll give him some space so he can fill in the play <laughs> on his own time. He'll tweet at us. Tweet it. Uh, okay, so... Uh, the beginning of the offseason. So when it was rumored that Padres might get Darvish, mm-hmm. I tweeted the other day that I was excited. Maybe excited was is too strong of a word. I was very optimistic, and I was like, if we just got Darvish, I would be happy with that because he's a solid pitcher. I've always enjoyed watching him pitch. I said, is he the missing piece to the puzzle? No, but he's a good addition. But watching him pitch every five days or whatever it is, he has been fantastic this year. He was great last year. Nobody realized that he was the runner-up for the Cy Young no. last year. No one really no. even talked about no, it. No, like didn't. When they got Darvish, it was like, cool, they got Darvish. And yeah. I'm like, dude, he was like the runner-up in the Cy Young because he played for the Cubs. Yeah. Somehow the Cubs are very popular, but also not popular still at all. under the radar. Some, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, like there's all those Chris Bryant rumors out there. And I'm like, Chris Bryant's one of the best players in baseball and him getting traded is like a afterthought to people because he plays for the Cubs and it's so weird. Yeah. It's the Cubs are, 
I so badly wanted them to win because I used to watch Cubs games during the summer. WGN, the baby. WGN. Harry Carey and eat fucking 10 hot dogs and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I wasn't there for the Harry Carey years, yeah. but I was but, there after. So, And they were always my secondary team because I would watch them during the summer, like during the day. And that was just... Like back then it was the Cubs on WGN and then the Braves on TBS or whatever yes. it was. And like, so I'd watch the Braves, but I fucking couldn't stand the Braves because they always kick the Padres' asses. And so I, and they I do just that stupid them. chant. Oh, the fuck. Oh, 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 I'm like, and again, I, I love the majority of the players on that, but I just, I, it's the, like the Cardinals. I always hated the Cardinals cause they beat the Padres ass all the time. Like, but they had players throughout the years that I love watching. And they had a cheater on their team. The cheater. So did the Cubs though. Yeah. So did the Yankees. I think Everybody, everyone had a cheater back in the nineties. So anyway, Darvish. But Darvish has really, he he's been my top pick thus far for this year. Like watching, I I Your can't pick, wait for him. Pick to click. Yes. <laughs> Snell, I really enjoy watching pitch. Snellzilla. Snellzilla, yeah, he he's a freaking awkward as shit guy. Like he's so on, confusing. He, <laughs> I look at him and then he speaks, and I go, "Am I yes. watching that movie? With, what's the movie with Jamie Kennedy where he played the white rapper guy?" Yeah. Oh, I'm going to look it up now. Every time he talks, yeah. it's so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's me. Like some of his shit, the, the press conference afterwards. And I guess he does like all the Twitch streams or whatever that I'm like, I would actually watch this shit just for his. Well, that's where he had the infamous slapdick yes. prospect comment. Yes, that was. He uh, talked about how uh, they got rid of fam. And then a year later, yeah. he was on the same team as fam. Yep. So, yeah, uh, that was funny. Let me, I'm looking up the name of it right now. I'm trying to find it really quickly. Sorry, this is Malibu's Most Wanted. Yes, that's he it. He literally, yeah. he, he yeah. has the weirdest, I don't know what he is. I don't know what uh, Yeah, I don't know where he's from. He is, you got to look where he's from, I uh, guess. That would probably Yeah, it's a, it's a very, I know, where, I know where you Darvish is from. Does yes. that count? It does. So I'd say Darvish on that end, the most exciting for me to watch so far. I mean, Tatis, obviously. I can't say enough good things about Machado since he's been on the Padres. I'm so, I'm so mad. Go ahead. I, I'm, Go so, I'm so mad. I want a Manny Machado so bad. He's my, uh, like, he's yeah. my biggest, like, I wish. Like, if you told me right now that we could have Manny Machado, but we wouldn't have DJ LeMahieu, it would be such a hard, like, who do I really want to answer that question? And I was, again, like the thing we talked about earlier about admitting when you're wrong, like I've always been very open about I did not care for Machado before he was with the Padres. And a lot of that Dodgers. was, what was that? He played for the Dodgers. He did. But that part didn't bother. It was his comments about like oh, the non-hustle yeah. shit and like the supposed dirty player type shit. And a lot of it was media, how they massaged it and everything. But like I didn't see him play every day. So you take what you hear, or you take the one bad play. Like uh, Chase Utley, another example. He was one of the guys I fucking couldn't stand he was on a the dirty, Phillies. He was a dirty player. He was. And then I saw him on the Dodgers play pretty consistently almost every night. And I said, oh, I actually like him as a player. But they also, not Machado so much, but Utley is from kind of a different time as well. So 
it, it's a different game now. Like a, a lot of the, you know, in the base pass, but you got to look like you're actually trying to slide into the base. Yeah. <laughs> Which was always my contention, but it, it's the fucking heat of the moment again. Like that's, that shit's going to like when Machado hurt, uh, what's the guy's name? Second baseman from, uh, Boston. Uh, oh, Pedroia. Pedroia, right. I'm like, I see that. Okay. And I'm like, okay, you could blame Manny for that. If you're a fucking Manny hater, but yeah. even Pedroia doesn't, I think Pedroia know. wasn't even mad about it. No. And I think like, Manny apologized for it. And the way it ha- he slid and then his, his cleat like came up his leg. It's, it wasn't an intentional spiking yeah. by any means, but because the media shit all over him anyway, that's how it looked. All right. So Machado, uh, I mean, the Padres have been making moves, really good moves the last like couple of years. I think I even said to a couple of you guys who, you know, obviously at this point you're like, oh man, like you've been suffering through these long years of, you know, D'Angelo Jimenez and Khalil Green. I'm like, I, I think they're actually making good moves. Like even what, uh, he did when he first came onto the team where he traded for all those guys, Matt Kemp. Yeah. That was him just like getting rid of all the minor leaguers who he knew weren't good and yes. everyone thought were. Because he basically rebuilt the team from there. Like, he literally turned... Was was James Shields a free agent he signed or no? I... Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was. So he turned James Shields, who at the time was just awful into what was essentially a player to be named later trade, which turned out to be Fernando Tatis Jr., yes. which turned out to be one of the best trades in baseball history. And I, I love, like, when they were making those, like, Kemp and Upton, uh, when they got um, the closer with the fucking arm, uh, Kimbrel, Kimbrel, and they got, like, I loved all the, I was like, this is going to be great. This is, like, yeah. a new fucking era of baseball San Diego type shit yeah but Shields I loved his attitude I loved watching him pitch before and like when he went downhill fast I was like oh shit like well he's always the guy I remember who gave up the home run to Bartolo Colon and that's like his legacy now like yeah (laughs) you know his legacy is that they netted him for Nando Tetris Jr. so Padre fans will always love him now oh yeah there was a funny tweet the other day. It was a guy. There was two people at Petco, and it was one person was wearing a James Shields jersey, like from back in the day, and then right next to him was a Tatis Jr. jersey. Like, I wonder if these guys even realize this. Shit. Yeah. Because, <laughs> but Tatis, the whole energy he brings, like Machado, he brings, like you could tell he's at the forefront. Swagger. Of like, yeah. It's a it's, like, a it's a swagger that yeah. you know. It's it's not going to show up in the box score. No, it's not going to show up even in you know everyday play. But there's just like a it mentality a yeah. the team has that makes them just feel a certain way. And I think it's good. Like when we signed Will, and he was like the flagship player. I don't think he was at that point ready to be the flagship player. He probably had a hell of a lot of pressure on him. I think he plays a lot better now that like even when we got Hosmer after that helped him a lot. Yeah, and. Hosmer, I was like, that was for me kind of the beginning of this is like, cause I was ecstatic about Hosmer. I was like, at yeah. least we got a fucking big name, former World champion Series coming champion, yep. over. Like that's going to really help. And he's 
played iffy sometimes, but I think overall he's been he's been good. He's still one of the best first yeah. basemen in baseball, yeah. probably, and that's yeah. really what you need. And that's what you he need. Plays good defensively. Yeah. That's you know. And with Tatis and Myers and Machado, and when Fam's playing well, that takes pressure off of everybody, yeah. and they could just and Cronenworth. You know, Jake is he's awesome. He's um, awesome to watch. So like people complain about Fam all the time. Like, well, you wouldn't have Cronenworth yeah, if you didn't get if you didn't exactly. have Fam. Yep. Like, no one knew that Jake Cronenworth was going to be no, that good. No, that's one of those rare like, oh, the Rays fucked up because usually when the Rays trade somebody, they usually know something. Yeah. They're like, yeah, let's get rid of him, or they just know they can't afford him. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I feel. Like Profar, Profar has been fucking fantastic. Like the energy, like he is. Like when he, uh, I was hoping this year that they would re-sign him. I'm like, yeah. he was a integral part, and there yeah. was the backbone of the team when Tatis is hurt. Like his energy level is great. He's literally like, I love bench players like that. Yeah. I love guys that like. What position do you play? And they go, yes, everything. <laughs> well, no, what position? Yeah. yeah, everything. Like you can throw me a catcher if you really want to. Those guys make setting a roster yeah so much easier because then you can like oh we'll just carry an extra pitcher because yep. we don't need that you know um I, I don't know if you've heard this but they've been talking about some rule changes basically to and these are ones that i actually agree with that would get teams to leave pitchers in longer okay like um, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a I, I don't remember specifically what it is but it's basically like setting a limit on the amount of pitchers you can use in a game okay. basically yeah so like you know teams load up on pitchers and their rosters like basically they would do it kind of do a thing where like okay these are the guys you can have for this game type deal okay. something something like that i don't remember specifically but it's just something to get because te- in my opinion like they're doing all these like micromanaging the pitchers and they still get hurt they still get hurt. Yeah. So what would be the downside of just, hey, maybe this guy throws 120 pitches. Like what would be well, like well, what's the what's the throws? Like I get I get the uh, the guys that pull pitchers after four innings when they throw 100 pitches. Yeah. Because that's like you're not going to go per anywhere. inning. That's yeah. a toll on your arm. Yes. But yeah. if it's the seventh inning and he's at 100 pitches, like why can't you extend him another 20 pitches? Yeah. He's been economical in his pitches at that point. Like yeah. And on the war, on the wars, like I remember in little league, I was fighting with my man because I kept track of my pitch count. Yeah, and I was like, I'm at eighty, and I'm like, back then they like didn't want like I think ninety was the limit I think, and I I remember one game I pitched 130 pitches, which was fucking stupid. Yeah. But I was like, I told. I'm if you're like, wondering why Danny doesn't play baseball yes. anymore, he's answering that to you right and now. And back in the day, I was like, okay, well, I'm finishing this fucking. Like, I will. I told the coach, I will not leave the fucking mound. I'll like, strike I, this motherfucker and, out. And he said, well, you're gonna come out next inning. I said, I just won't fucking warm up the next couple. <laughs> I was like, I just save fucking ten pitches every inning right there. But he's like, okay, like, and then he came out and he said, if you give up a hit here, that that's it. Like, I I can't have you pitch again. I was like, I won't pitch for the next fucking three weeks if that's what it takes. You know what I mean? Like, and like nowadays, I think they'd be even more fucking strict with that shit. Just like Little League watching that shit. But. Oh, I, I assume. I mean, you'll find out soon enough. But yeah. like Little League, I'm sure they are very restrictive yeah. of the pitches that they throw. And it's hard for me because I, I was just telling Donna, like Donna is very competitive. I am very competitive. 
I'm not good at a lot of things. So when I am competitive, I'm like, I, I want to win this because I don't win at a lot of shit in my life. Yeah. Like if I'm good at something, it's because I fucking beat it in the ground until I am good. Yeah. I'm not nat- Donna's naturally good at most sports, most games that she plays like, and that's fun for her because she's good. Like for me, the only things I've been good at is baseball and wrestling. And that's because I put so much yeah. effort into it. So I said, I'm going to struggle with telling Danny, like trying to push him, but not push him too much. Cause my parents didn't push me in terms of, okay, like go out after. I think games you, and I think practice. you know the limit though. Like I, I want to say I would, I, I mean, I think you would know, like, especially because it's not me; it's my kid. Yeah, but that's. But I also don't want to take the love of the game away from me if he ends up loving it. Like well, I, he seems to like it, right? He does, and that's the thing too. I'm like, okay, like, like, because now he's coming to me and say, I want to go out and bat, or I want to go out and pitch, and I'm like, this is great. Like, I don't want to force it on him. Like, hey, let's go practice because yeah. I'd go practice with him. I think it's, it's it's like a natural thing. So, like, with me growing up, like, my grandma watched the Yankees. Yeah. So, that's where I kind of started to watch them. And, yeah. like, I think that happened with him. Like, he sees your mother-in-law watching yep. baseball. You and Don are watching baseball. So, naturally, he's going to gravitate towards that. Yep. Whereas, I think David's going to gravitate more towards, like, football yeah. and sports where he can take aggression out on people. And I'd be cool with that. I mean, that's... Yeah. that's but like even now, like Danny's, he watches all these videos on YouTube, like whatever, like the kids videos and shit like that. But like the last two or three weeks, like he's typing in Padres like highlights and he's watching like games from like three years. I'm like, all right, this kid could be. <laughs> we just got to get him his first Tommy John soon. That's it. Just get it get done it now. Get right out now. of the way. Like seven, you know, years. <laughs> seven years old. Dad, what are you doing? Tommy John surgery. Don't worry. Because I mean, help you. it is it is really weird. Like if you ever take just like a picture of a guy throwing a baseball, pitching a baseball, your arm is not supposed to do that, and then you're throwing it a ball, yeah, hundred miles an hour. Because let's let's not kid ourselves. Pretty much every pitcher in baseball these days who's oh, worth yeah. worth their yeah. shit is throwing a ninety five, yeah. ninety six. So like that's kind of the barometer. So like if you're like fourteen and you're not throwing eighty yet, I'm sure you're pretty much like you're not pitching. Yeah, that. Cause I remember back when, like it was me and uh, Steven Strasburg would pitch, name drop, name drop, goddamn. But uh, and I'm like he, like I I threw decently, like the velocity was decent, but not like he was throwing back then. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well that obviously carried. I'm like, if I didn't have arm issues, I'm like I remember thinking back in like high school I was like I could probably get to like 85 maybe yeah. if I didn't and I'm like that's pretty good for my size and I'm not a primarily I wasn't a pitcher yeah but like he was throwing I don't even know what he he's was he's also bigger then. well he, yeah and like I don't know there's there's this weird stuff where some of these guys they so effortlessly hit 100 and I don't yeah. get it like there's certain guys that throw like no Syndergaard looks like he forces every pitch yeah uh, like uh, Jake Peavy, I used to watch Jake Peavy, and I'm like, he is max effort every I, pitch. Uh, I I knew like I know you guys were upset when you traded him, but the whole time he was pitching, I was like, I do not like he does not throw in a way that's going no, to yeah. age well. No, and and guys like I'm, but Strasburg's the same. Like he's had a lot of like lat issues and yeah, like he's stuff hurt. With the right, he's hurt right now. Yeah, and it's I, I was kind of glad he didn't 
you know, I'm like, he doesn't need to come to San Diego. I'm fine. I'm fine watching. He won a World Series. He's happy. I'm sure he's He's, happy. He's happy. Yep. Um, Yeah. You know, I think one of the most underlooked things is like shoulder injuries for a pitcher. That's basically the end of your career. Yeah. There's also this new, uh, it's called thoracic outlet syndrome, which is a lot of pitchers are getting. And pretty much after pitchers get that, they are not the same. Uh, I'm like Matt Harvey. Yeah. Had it. And he literally has not been the same since, even though he dominated the Yankees a couple of weeks ago. Looked like vintage, vintage Matt Harvey. My God. Jesus. Michael. Yeah. I hope, I mean, I hope I can play it safe with him. I mean, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not the type to really push it on him, but I also, I, I want to take it seriously if, the, if that's his passion. But if you're not, but plays. if you're not pushing him, if he's interested, if he's actually interested, yes. you're not pushing yeah. him. You're just like, all right. So now I know you're interested. So now I'm going to take over the role yes. as coach yeah. and make sure that you do this correctly. Yes, because you Use played. My, yeah. So you understand. Hey, this is how you throw the ball. Yep. This is how you throw the ball. This is how you hit the ball. Like, make sure you're paying because you know he's still in the, the early stages of there, development yeah. with it. T ball, you know. But he's, he seems to he's like it. so like I, I know it's people brag about their like but he's night and day better than I like I was a good player but I was good much later like I developed so much later in my well you're combining the athletic that's what the athleticness of you and Donna who is so it's all done very athletic (laughs) it's weird though because I don't I look at her as athletic but the rest of her family I don't No, absolutely not so I don't know if like like I don't know if her parents when they were younger were more athletic and she I don't know where like, she gets it from. It's funny. Cause Donna was always bigger too. Like that's something I forget about that. She was a bigger girl, like mm. not like, like uh, overly fatter, but she no. was bigger, but she's tall too. Yes. Yeah. She's one of the only people that like, I can kind of look at face to face as mm-hmm. a woman. And I like, I'm like, Oh, cool. But she like I, her mom's like you know she she would play basketball and shoot hoop and she was actually like she's actually pretty good, but Donna, I'd say that's her top sport. Like even I think baseball is probably her worst sport just because she's never really played it before, like we got together. But still, she's like athletically she's just gifted naturally. Like she's she doesn't even have to try. No. Whereas me, like if we like whatever it is, ping pong or whatever, like I, I will. And that's the problem. I am so competitive. Like I'm like, we will play all night until I win. I'm like, if it takes till four or five in the morning, I will play. Like I, I will not give up at that point where she's like, I beat you 18 times in a row. We're done. I don't. Yeah. I, that's one of those things. I don't like playing games with people yeah. because I don't want, I don't want to see like it's one of those things behind the curtain. You're like, I don't want to know yeah, what I would kind be. Of, yeah. Like I don't want to know what kind of competitive person I am. Yeah. Like the most things that like I'll play my girlfriend in NBA 2K. Yeah. And I beat her because yeah. I play it more. Sure. Yeah. And she gets mad, but I'm like, nah, it is what it is. And like you know, family parties when we play shuffleboard, I'm like, I, I, am, I am. I'm not paying attention half the time when I'm playing. No, I'm not either. I, I'm what like, is it okay. called? Poking the hole. What's it called? Uh. Slogging the nog. Yeah, that's it. Slogging noggin. Slogging noggin. Cornhole. That's what cornhole. It is. Yes. But like that, if I play poorly, I'm like, I'm. 
pissed at myself, but I also know if the player beside me or on the other side is drunk and doesn't give a shit, I'm not going to win anyway. You should just you should just take my uh, strategy of I don't know what's happening. Yes, I have to turn to Donna and say what's the score. Oh, because I don't I, know what, I, I don't yeah. know what's happening half I, the I'm time. Awful with that too. So I even if I was winning, I would not. <laughs> like the point of the game is to just get in the hole, right? I'm good at that. But it is one of those things because I am so competitive, but if you're shit at everything you play, it's very difficult because I'm like, I, sh- I, I shouldn't be this way for certain things, but that's also what made me good at other things, baseball and wrestling. I say baseball is something you're good at, so that's something I think you could yeah. teach with a level of effectiveness. Yeah, and that's why like for wrestling, I thought I was a decent teacher because I was like, okay, I don't want you to bump 6,000 times like we did. Yeah. And that wasn't our trainer. That was me saying, the more bumps you do, the better you are. Yeah. Like, but that's it's, not it, necessarily. It's muscle memory. It, yes. it does help, yes. but it, is, it isn't something you should do. No, the days of doing, you know, 500 back bumps to start your train, like, that shouldn't be a thing. No. And I'm the first The month, chops thing needs to go away, too. I, yeah, I got over that real quick. Like, yeah. the chop, uh, chop line or whatever it was. Yeah, l- like, luckily, I think... It seems like it's kind of a dying thing. Yeah. Again, the only school like, I really know of, they don't do it. Yeah. And I think, again, like social media is one of those things, too. Like a guy could go in and post that picture, and that could be like damn assault nowadays. Oh, it probably would be looked at as assault. Like yeah. where back then it's like, oh, that's your rite of passage. Like, yeah, that's, you know. Yeah, the rite of passage is getting to wrestle match. Like you yeah. slapping me in the chest a hundred times yeah. isn't something that's going to help. I remember me. our our debut match, like I or my debut with Ariel Star. Like they did the chop line to me after that, and I had no mm-hmm. issue with it. Like I, that was there's fine. a picture of like all right side the downtown YMCA that yeah. someone posted a couple weeks ago with you and Yuma and yep. He who shall not be named. Yes, please do not name. But and let's that, give him a call. That was fine, but I wouldn't. Uh, that's not something. And we did it too when we trained people. We're like, oh, well, into first training, we got to do the chop line. But I'm like, nowadays, that's not something that I really agree with. I, I just think it's unnecessary. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. But, you know. You evolve. You, you evolve. When I when when this hand heals up. Chopping, brother. We're going to go. We're going to go play ball. Okay. And we're going to get. Ready. We're going to get DL on that field. Oh, yeah. And we're going to teach him. I think uh, he'll blow you away if you come and I'll, see him. I'll blow, I'll uh, I'll be his personal catcher because you got to teach him how to pitch. That's where the money he's, is in he's baseball. Starting to pitch. That's to where the money right is in baseball. Yes. <laughs> you you got to sit him down right now. And be like, Listen, son, I know that you love hitting. There ain't no money in hitting. No. Chicks dig pitchers. Think about your future. Think about your future. I am. Guess what? You only have to work one day a week. You get paid like $30 million a year if you're good. Sounds perfect. It's great. Sometimes you get to travel ahead of the team. Yeah. So you don't got to fly out. And these two, these uh, red-eye flights, you just get to yep. be, oh, I'm pitching tomorrow okay. in Tampa. I'll be out in Tampa. Sounds good. You know? And, you know, when the the Red Sox draft you, you go to college, and then you get the Yankees to draft you, and then you get me box seats. This future is written. And then I am at every game, and I'm the weird guy in the stands. Like, we don't know his affiliation. Backstory. We don't know the affiliation to this guy sitting in his box. It's not his father. 
His father's not here, but this guy is literally here. His every father's dead. This, <laughs> there's, there's this weird uncle type guy who's just in the suites at Yankee Stadium every game, just rooting on the team. This insane maniac. And he's just out of her game. That, that's my future, you know? That's it. If I can make it to that age, which God only knows. It'd be an accomplishment for both of us. Oh, man. If I'm alive at 60, I'm going to wake up one day and be like, I did good, kid. You did good. I did good, kid. I say that. I shouldn't say that. That's so bad to say that shit. It. I ain't making it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely, we're definitely not. Uh, oh, that was the other thing Brad commented about is uh, how dark last week got to where we just... I mean, that's life. No, it's so funny because Brad was like, I told him, I was like, yeah, so Danny, how's your camping trip? You're like, well, my dad has cancer. And I told Brad, I was like, Brad's like, did you just find that on the podcast? I'm like, yes. We literally learned about this terrible situation on the podcast. I was like, cool. We'll talk about the fun times Danny had on the camping trip and da 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 do. And then he's like, nope. I was just thinking about my dad the whole time. And I'm like, great. Great. Cool. But that's life. Sometimes you're going to have good weeks. Sometimes you're going to have bad weeks. It doesn't hurt work to miss work. If you hurt work, you miss work. Hey, not too close. All right. Well, it's a great, great commercial. It's a great commercial. Rest in peace, Yogi Berra. Uh, The Yogi the Bear. Hey, boo boo. And World Series rings. Yeah, I saw saw all of them. (laughs) You know what's so funny to me? Is whatever, like... People get in arguments, and the the Yankee fans who are like in their twenties are like twenty seven championships. They're like, motherfucker, were you, you were you alive for any of them? <laughs> what did like, you win? There's a legitimate group of people who were born in two thousand one, who are now twenty years old, who have only seen one, one world one championship. Like it's different for me because I've seen I've seen five, five probably, so yeah, yeah like yep. I've seen like I can look at it and be like five but I'm like but the Red Sox have also won like five yeah. in the last 20 years yep. including coming back from 3-0 against the Yankees which yes. was one of the worst that was, yeah. situations ever but yeah it's just so funny to me like when you see these young kids and they're like 27 championships bro I'm like do you even know who Babe Ruth is like do you even like do you even know who like the guy who played Babe Ruth in the movie is? Do you know John Goodman? John Goodman. Anyway. Well, we did it, Danny. We did. We recorded a podcast without Keith. Hardly talked about wrestling. We hardly talked about wrestling. We talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about baseball. We talked about social media. We just went through life, man. You know, sometimes you just got to talk about life. You know? Life. I'm very happy right now. I'm in a good place in my life. Will that still be the same in a month? You hope so. We'll see. We'll see. I'm happy yeah. for you. I'm like you did it the first time. Uh, other than my hand that still hurts, and I'm hoping is still just a sprain of some sort. I really, really hope. But it's May, right? It's May. Yeah. Were you able to go to the doctor yet, or no? Didn't you I haven't May gotten my I no? haven't gotten my insurance card yet. Ah. I went for my insurance card to go to urgent care. Ah. And also, I'm just like, it gets better a little bit every the, day. And I'm like, that's got to mean it's not something. bad, right? I just tell myself that every day. I make up how much pain I'm in when I'm at certain around certain people. Sure. Where people ask, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I feel great. I feel awful. I feel, <laughs> you got to stay positive. You got to stay positive around certain people so they don't 
get concerned and think that they hurt you in some way. Um, anyways, we will see how that goes. Uh, this weekend is Mother's Day. Do you have anything exciting going on for the, the mothers in your life? Nope. Me neither. You know what? I'm trying to think of how I'm going to get all the uh, Mother's Day shenanigans because Donna's birthday is the next day. Oh, I did see that. Wait, it's, the 11th? Do you know why Wait, that would Mother's show them? the 10th? It's Sunday the 9th, I think. Oh, the ni- okay. So her birthday's on Tuesday then. Okay. So I got a day to recover. Okay. Will there be a celebration? Uh, yes. Actually, I'm going to be talking to you about that. Off the air, I'm sure. I assume. I right? could talk to you about it right now. All right. Off the air. I like you're about to go right into it. I was like, wait. And I was like, I'm interested now. No, I think we're going to have a uh, party for her on. So not this Sunday, obviously, but the next Sunday. Uh-huh. But I may not be there because I'll be working. So you won't be at it at all? I don't think so. Unless I can switch oh. the day. I mean. So if I can, it's cool. So I, I told Donna, I was like, you want me to extend the invite to Adam if I'm not there? <laughs> I mean, yeah. She's like, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't you care. Want to. And you'll be there at some point, right? Uh, no, because I would be leaving. I'd be at work from two to ten, so I'd start at like four thirty. So you'd probably still be there. I'll say, I'll pro- I might yeah. still be at your house at ten o'clock. But we'll see. 10, I'm going to see if I can go in early at six, like just to sweat. But I don't know if I can do that. But I, like Donna's like, oh yeah. By the way, on uh, the next Sunday, we're going to be doing a party for me. I'm like. I'm not going to be there. You know that, right? She's like, yeah. So like, that's the reason we're having it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can, so, yeah, yeah so, you can extend the invite. You can let her know the extended the invite. And I said, I'll come just, I don't end. know what they're eating. Cause I won't be there. Is that, be but there. what do I, what will I be wearing? <laughs> wear whatever you want. Wear that. No, I'm not going to wear this. Do it. Just do it. But then you can play shuffleboard and ping pong and experience all the cornhole, 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 cornhole. Uh, anyway, also, uh, Danny, we're supposed to have a match this weekend. And by the time this podcast comes out, people are going to learn you're not doing it. Well, I don't know if you've been seeing me, but I've been adjusting myself quite frequently. Yes. Your knee is in great pain. Yes. And let out tears and yells of agony. Yeah. Every once in a while. So I, this weekend, will be at the West Coast Wrestling Company show like no other. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that'll be fun. We'll be uh, able to talk about that next week, perhaps. Yes, perhaps. I would. Uh, I will look forward to it, I suppose. We'll and, see. And then we'll see. And then, you know, there's a potential that maybe next month uh, you will be making a wrestling return. In June. See if my knee feels up to the task. See if your knee feels up to the task. Uh, also, in a couple of weeks, I will be uh, at my parents for a week. So we might be doing a podcast there. Uh, it's always good to change the scenery. Yeah, I don't know if I want to drive all the way over here just so Keith can do it. So it's one of those things maybe Keith will drive to me. Or maybe he just won't do it. You live and you learn, you know. Or you live and you just don't do it. Your priorities in life. Yeah, maybe we'll get someone else on. Like my mom's got some dogs. They bark. They bark. Maybe they'll just hey, speak. Orf. The good point. (laughs) Anyways, time I drop in in money. Anyways, that's that's all for this week. Uh, Follow us on the Twitter at Randomcast. 
I believe is what it is. Something like that. Something like that. We episode 16, it. though. What? Episode 16, that's yeah. right. Or episode 51 of the Random Show podcast. Whichever Which way you want to look at it. Pick. Uh, you pick and choose. Our last episode, we reviewed Great Balls of Fire, the pay-per-view extravaganza, featuring the recent re- recently released Samoan Joe. Was that Joe and Joe and uh, Brock. Brock? Yep. Yep, yep, it was yep. a good match. It was a good match, and we talked about it, I think, for like 10 seconds and then moved on. I think that was the beginning stages of us getting tired of wrestling. Was that the paper? No. Did Braun do his gimmick with the ambulance on a pay-per-view? Or I believe that- he did something on that show. Because I think we were overwhelmingly pro-Braun at that point. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it the, the the lack of pro Braun is all on the company. Oh yes, they've yeah. completely ruined. Well, him. I just meant like Braun exceeded everything else. That oh happened yeah, yeah on the show at absolutely. the time because I remember like SummerSlam, we're like, oh, that was a great fucking four way match, but Braun was fucking awesome. Yeah, and then like Braun versus Roman, whatever that match, like we're like fucking Braun. Roman's great, but fucking Braun like really showed out of that the shit. The big dog, but. Yeah, I do remember Joe and Brock being very good. The promo prior was that the Monday before, I think, when like Joe, like actually took it to Brock and Brock actually. That showed, was the like, next emotion. night. That was before the oh, four way. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that was man. They really dropped the ball and fucking smoked Joe. They certainly did. Um, let me think. Anything else? Uh, will you be listening to any of the Jeff Jarrett podcast? We'll see. We'll that see. means no, everybody. I that might means try. No. You know the thing. I think I've said it on. The, one of our former incarnations of the podcast. I was never a Jeff Jarrett guy. Like the Jeff Jarrett I knew was from TNA. What's because TNA? Like, TNA, what's TNA? And I just liked this theme and that was it. That's literally the only reason I'm li- I would listen to the podcast. Does this start with this theme? My world. My world. Like the shit that like, like from early WWF like I'm not going to have an interest in like because I pick and choose shit now there's a lot of the only consistent podcast list to is Angle right now that's yeah. the only other I don't listen to anything besides ours you don't listen to ours for about 10 minutes yeah I don't listen to any podcast right now I have to I, you don't need to you're doing fucking 10 of them I'm not anymore <laughs> this is the only two I'm only doing two now Hope I mean I hope to add another one soon but it all it all depends on lining up some guests before I actually start it so we'll see how that goes. You had a hell of a run, though, with a lot of podcasts. Your yeah. fingers were in a lot of I, pots. I was quite, I was quite burnt out by it. So, <laughs> this is why you probably don't want to listen to any. No, I, I, I literally think I used to listen back to all the ones I did. Yeah, and then I started doing four a week, and I was like, I don't care anymore. I, I legitimately like listen to ours, like, and I'll like I'll do the intro, and then I'll skip at certain points. Yeah. Like because I'm, like I, I can't listen to myself for two hours. Yeah, like I'm telling you right now, it is two thirty four a.m. and yeah. this is the day we normally drop the podcast. I promise you, this will not be released until the middle of the day tomorrow. Because I'm not going to edit all this at three o'clock in the morning. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Don't do that shit to no, yourself. No, no, no. <laughs> I I worked on a video tonight that will be dropping uh, tomorrow. Yes. Uh, with Danny's big announcement, Rick Ellis's big announcement. I'm here. Whatever the hell you want to call them. doesn't matter. I call you multiple things in the videos, and that's cool. I edit it out. It adds realism to it. Oh, it's a shoot, bro. All we do here is shoot. And now I'm going to shoot the end of this podcast, and I'm going to shoot off to bed. I'm going to shoot out the jacks. You're not supposed to be eating this soon before bed. That's the rule. I'm not going to bed. 
And I go, I ain't going to sleep, dog. I sleep when I'm dead. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I do want to talk about that, but we'll wait till next week. Those any things, ah. the biographies. How many have come out? Three. Uh, Austin. Austin Piper and Savage. Okay. And then the Savage one basically turned into a Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yes. So well, we can be... talk. We can talk about that next week. Yes. Hopefully, you'll have watched it. Um, I believe I have the Vice app on the Roku, yes. which you can watch it from there. I added it last time anyway. Okay. Yeah. Ro- but yeah. And I know, I know, I know that you're able to watch the full episodes on there. So that's yeah. probably how I'll watch. Them. I started watching the Pillman, the early release. Did you see that on YouTube? No, I want to. I want to wait till the whole thing's out because I don't like watching one part and being like, "Oh, there's more. Give me the. Give me. The, give me more." Feed me more. More. Oh, right back. Yeah, Dark Side of the Ring. Well, yeah. Uh, the biography, though, I got to look that up. I did want to see those. I just haven't got to those yet. Yeah, the Austin one's good. Uh, I don't know if I had this conversation with you, but it is the first like reference to the fact that he has two daughters. Okay. Like, ever. Yeah. I've never heard yeah. him talk about it. He started to talk. book a little bit. Yeah, he started to talk about it, and I like, I like, I looked around the room for no one. I was like, this is new. <laughs> This is this is this is an Austin story I've not heard, and let me tell you, there are none of those. You think he put the mic down and went like, "I, you know, no what? one else could see." He's like, "No one." I was running, I was running hot. He's talking, he's, he's talking with his daughter, his daughters, and I'm like, the whole re- the whole rest of it, it's the same seven stories yeah, yeah. you hear on yeah. every podcast. Yep. I was running real hot in '98. I didn't want to step away. Frank McFrost. Frank McFrost. You know. Uh, Eric Bischoff called me on the phone and fired me over FedEx. If hey, dude, right that was, that's a shoot. <laughs> Paul Paul Heyman calls me and he's like, "I want you to come down to ECW." He's like, "Paul, I tore my tricep. I can't work." He's like, "Can you talk?" Well, for, of course, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Talk. I'll be there. And then they show the video, same video over and over again. WCW where the big boys play with each other. Yeah, if you see one Austin interview about his life, you've seen he them all. Them. So that's why I like the the daughter part. I was like, "Oh my god, this is new information." So yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it it's, out. Uh, I think you can watch it. I think there's an A&E app on the Roku that I've signed okay. into, so you might be able to watch it from there. I don't like doing that because it goes through the commercials, and I fucking hate yeah. commercials. Uh, the Piper one was interesting. It's a whole. We live in a whole different era, man. Yeah. He literally had to live in the middle of nowhere because people would harass him at the store so and the restaurants so and shit. But yeah. He lives in Oregon, right? Portland, Oregon, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and that it's so sad because they show his last like interview he did on like Rich Eisen show, yeah. where he's just like all over the place, and you could tell something's wrong with him. Yeah, and then I'm like, I don't know the specific situation, but I'm like, I would have probably taken him to the hospital right then and there. But they like wait. He flew back. His wife and him were going to go to the doctors the next day, and then he passed away overnight. And I'm just like. Yeah, man, what could have been? That's a real shame. Like, and what the saddest part is, is he called it. I'm not gonna make it to 65. No, he said it, and I'm like, that's like, man, it's it's crazy to look back at some of that stuff now. Some of the things that have happened to some of this generation of wrestlers. Oh yeah. So I'm I'm hoping that you know, in 20 years we're not looking back at you know Seth Rollins having a bad end to his life or anything like that. Roman Reigns, people like that, like because you know there's the potential that Roman could you know oh, yeah. come that could come back the cancer, 
So we don't mean to make this dark again. No, but it's the dark side of the ring, brother. Dark side of the pod. Dark side of the pod. Anyway, oh yeah, it's uh, Star Wars something this week. I don't care because I don't care about Star Wars. Nope. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, maybe Keith will be back next week. Maybe he won't. I, I know he contributes so much. When so he's here next week, but then the next week. If that's when it uh, your that's parents. When, that's helps. when the twenty third to the 29th is. We'll figure it out. We'll figure call it on the out. fly. We'll call on the fly in the ring, brother. Uh, that's it for this show. I know Keith adds a lot, so hopefully he's back next week uh, to just talk over us and interrupt us and scream about nothing. And, uh, you know, this was a fun podcast, and it was a shitty one. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Danny's doing a hand motion. Uh, he's not jerking himself. He's just saying, <coughs> adios, muchachos. This is the end of the podcast. I'm done talking now. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing You trade your legs for angels' wings And once we've all said goodbye You take a running leap and you learn to fly Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly.